Welcome to the second hour of Authentic News right here on RBN Live this 29th day of February 2024. Before I take your calls and the lines are completely open. A story I didn't get to reach was Dr. Phil going off script with a stunning criticism of the government. But in the meanwhile, surprise, surprise, Tom from Florida is here. Tom, the floor is yours. Yeah, good day, Jim. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, uh, there's there's uh, some fascinating stuff going on yesterday, but uh, I want to talk about, uh, you know, this Fannie Willis, he said nobody's above the law. Well, what the hell's going on with that, Jim? Nobody's above the law. He looks like a total criminal, her and that uh, Nathan Wade. That's criminal. Uh, I don't have ever seen it. I think uh, that they're going to drop that case. But, uh, right. Uh, yeah, Jim. Tom, 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 Tom. Nobody's above the law except Fannie Willis, Nathan Wade, Atisha James, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the Podesta brothers, and a host of other scumbags. Only they are above the law. You got an incomplete translation. Well, you know what I meant, Jim. Of course, I, I, I totally agree with you. But, yeah, the demon rats are above the law, but uh, Republicans ain't. So that's my point. Right. But, uh. The reason, the reason I called, I'm going to get an immigration in a minute, but uh, by the way, did you see the text message that Elon Musk has sent out on X? No. Tell us. The only reason he's illegal, he said the only reason he's illegal, they're coming in here for the Democratic Party is for voting, for the vote. That's all these Biden wants these people for voting. They're just the vote, well, I think it's, That's what Elon I think Musk it's more, said. I think it's more complicated than that, Tom. They also want him to for cheap labor, for agribusiness. Uh, they want them for potential military to serve, uh, to fire on the American people. They want them to create guerrilla warfare. There's a multitude, but voting Democrat is certainly among them. Absolutely, absolutely, Jim. That's right. But uh, now, you know, now I'm going to go into immigration. But, uh, you know, uh, Lauren was uh, making a call yesterday that was it was okay. Uh, but I, I, I got to let Lauren know. She was talking about uh, how bad, uh, you know, the Indians have and all that. I, I grew up with Indians almost all my life. The Miccosukee, Seminoles, I know a bunch. I knew two Indians. And uh, let me tell you, they're doing quite well nowadays. I can tell you that, Jim. They're doing quite well, these American Indians, with these casinos and all that. But they're, they're uh, living a life of Riley when you go into, uh, and I don't mean uh, uh, Lakeland Riley. I'm talking about the, the, that old saying, Lake, uh, they're living a the life of Riley, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Jim, yeah. Uh, speaking of that now, um, did you see the autopsy report on this uh, young woman, Lakeland Riley, Jim, in uh, Athens, Georgia? Tell us. Tell us about Tom. I haven't. She had seven uh, 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 fractures. Uh, her skull was bashed in her brain. Seven uh, fractures in her skull. Seven fractures so she in was, her skull, Jim. So she was, be- she was beaten to death by whom? By an illegal alien from Venezuela. Ah, yeah, sure. And and what's going on, Jim? And we need to talk about this whole all week, the rest of the week, if we can. This Lakeland Riley, 
their family should receive $50 million. Uh, you got to remember uh, Maduro in Venezuela and Castro in 1981 when he dumped the Marielle boatlift on us. He gave you the movie Scarface. He was sending out his serial killers. There, as Maduro's already got sent two serial killers out of his prisons in the United States. Right there and then, Joe Biden and my orchestra should be uh, tried and hung with a rope if that's true. That they have a lot of yeah. serial killers into our country. Like, we don't already have put to add it up with all this. Put, put them in a room with the serial killers and lock the door. Exactly, Jim. So, you know, you look at the scenario, what's going on. And, and uh, I got to tell you, Jim, and during the Mario boat lift, and they, on, uh, in, uh, in 1982 here in South Florida, I can recall there was 3,800 murders in 82. And 83, that went up to like 47, 48, 47, 4,800. And it, it was it was pandemonium. And if you look at Dave County, Broward uh, counties at that time, in the early 80s, Miami, Broward, Dave, Broward County was the murder capital of the United States of America for five years running. Because Castro dumped his prison, emptied out his prison, and it's safe as hell to walk around the streets of Cuba. But you walk around the states, uh, streets of uh, South Florida back in those days, and you had a chance of getting shot or uh, robbed or murdered. And I can tell you, I can attest to that because I had a friend I worked with whose father was murdered in a, uh, a, uh, a jewelry shop by uh, Mary Alito. It was unbelievable back in the 80s. I remember it was like a yesterday, Jim. Just like I remember Hurricane Andrew. And I remember everything that was going on here in Florida, which used to be called the Magic City. The Art Deco on the Miami Beach, everything was beautiful back in the 70s, in the 60, late 60s, early 70s. Then it went to kaput as soon as that dumb Carter... Another dumb Democrat riding these Mary Alitos. Just like this stumbling. You notice these Democrats are always bringing all, in all these illegal. Jim? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. It's always the dirty Democrat party, the, the demon rat, the communist Marxist party. You don't see no Republicans doing that. You would never be allowed. Donald Trump would never be allowed, Jim, to bring in 10 million white Germans of blonde hair from Germany or South Africa. Never. Or Sweden or Norway. The media would go crazy. Oh, he's a racist. Oh, he's bringing in his blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, uh, white Caucasian peoples. But you can bring in all these other cultures. 80% of the men is from China or, or have no women, Jim. What are they going to do for women? Have sex robots? Homosexuality? What is this going to be? What are we going to turn into as a nation? What are we going to turn into when we got Chinese turning on our ass and these Mexican gangs and all that? They're going to turn on whitey. We better grow some balls, a pair of nuts, or we're going to lose our whole thing, Jim. I saw what happened yeah. in South Florida. There's not one white man or woman on the Miami-Dade County Commission, Lauren. Not one. It's like you said, we are becoming American Indians, the white population. And if we don't stand these criminals down, tearing our statues down, I'm telling you right now, we need to go into a revolution right now. We cannot wait. I mean, if my, my, my father used to tell me, keep your powder dry. Well, he passed away. And all my friends from Vietnam and all the guys, my dad, my brothers, uh, they're all dying. And you know what, Jim? We don't fight it out now. These dudes, this white next generation is going to let it all crumble. We're going to be like Rome, Jim. We're turning out to be like Rome. We're going to fall as an empire. And you know it. And everybody knows it. And listens to RBN. It's shameful I, what's going I think on. We're we're ha- I think we're already more than halfway there, Tom. Oh, by the way, Jim, I got something very important I want to ask you and everybody in your audience. Can you imagine, Jim, if that was uh, uh, the girl that was jogging that day, uh, uh, Lakeland uh, Riley? 
Can you yeah. imagine if you'd yeah. have been an Afro-American, really pretty black woman? Right yeah. now, Jim, every city would be burning like George Floyd. They, the, the blacks went out for George Floyd and rioted all over the United States for a criminal. But they three uh, we women we should talk of right now. Uh, Kate Steinle, Molly Tibbetts, yeah, 15 times, and uh, uh, Lakeland Riley. You don't see white men and women going out burning down cities, do you? And funded by George Soros and Bloomberg and Zuckerberg and Katzenberg. Do you see that, Jim? All our white women dying for an angel mothers and fathers. I want, I want Lauren to call in and tell me if that would have been an Afro-American woman, would our cities not be burning right now? And wouldn't there be rioting all over the place? Would all these illegals taking the jobs away from Afro-Americans? Black Americans. Black Americans. They're competing with black Americans, these illegals. Can you imagine if that would have been a black woman, Jim? A very pretty black woman jogging by herself and got bashed in the brain by an illegal alien? And the media and uh, CNN was reporting on it and MSLSD and all these leftist, communist, Marxist, Zionist organizations. There would be hell to pay right now. And Biden would be kicked out of office, Jim, right now. If that would have been an Afro-American woman. The blacks would have demanded it. Am I lying, Jim? No, you're spot on, Tom. Can you imagine if that would have been a black woman that day instead of Lakeland Riley, a white woman or white complexion? If it would have been a dark-complected woman, there'd be riding all over. It'd be worse than George Floyd or just as bad. And those, those Tom, give us, a, give, us a, give, us, give us a final thought for today, Tom. Go for it. Well, BLM and Antifa caused $1.8 billion in damage. They destroyed the Minneapolis Police Department. They've destroyed our police. The police, the police don't even want to do their job. They, they, they become cowards in their own cities, a lot of them. Look what's going on in New York. you got uh, illegal aliens beating up New York cops. Unheard of 30 years ago. Can you imagine if they would have done that 100 years ago and the Irish were running that uh, police department in New York? Those big Irish cops would have beat the hell out of all of them. But now we've got a bunch of woke scumbags running our government, running our country. And my final thought, Jim, is this. Joe Biden is derelict in his duty to the Constitution, and he should be tried by a military tribunal. And that's what has to happen. Because right now our country's in flames. I live in South Florida. Nobody wants to speak the English language. They have 20 radio stations out here in Spanish and only three in English. How come they don't have German all over the country, Jim? Germans are the biggest population in this country. If any language can be spoken in this country, it's German. And I got an idea, Jim. You come to the United States and you don't get proficient in English in three years, get your ass out of this country. I don't care if you came from yeah. China or Cuba. You learn the English language or get the hell out of here. Tom, I agree. And you I agree. Culture. There has to be a national language. This is leading to the balkanization of the United States, breaking up into little areas where you can live your whole life and never speak a word of English. Great call, Tom. I agree with everything you said. If you run for president, I'll vote for you. If you run for the president of the United States, you get my vote. (laughs) That's all I Thanks, Tom. Terrific call. Okay, Daryl in Canada. Daryl, join the conversation. Yes, terrific. That was great. Tom's always a lot of uh, passion and great points. The only thing I missed there is too bad he didn't mention the schmucks. That always kind of drops me almost to my knees. I was, it's kind of funny when he says it that way. And yeah, to on his point that Lakeland Riley, he, she, her head was bashed in by this Venezuelan, this big guy. 
with his fist. Normally it's with a, a um, some type of object or something, so that just shows the rage or whatever that happened during that time. But with his fist, he bashed yeah. her head in, so that's pretty amazing. That's wow. incredible. Yeah, no kidding. And just before I get to Israel here, Letitia, the thing I found funny about that guy who was uh, going over all those bills and everything with Letitia James, he always made it the point to say it was no surprise about her phone bills. I mean, about her food bills, I should say. I, I guess he was referring yeah. to her girth. I think she wears yeah. titanium high heels, I believe, <laughs> what, I've heard, what I've heard. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of there's stuff going on in, in, in Palestine tonight, t- today, that in, the, in, the, in Gaza. That not too many people. It looks like the international press is uh, following it, but not so much around here and other, in places in the West. But, man, there was a complete massacre today in, uh, in the northern Gaza. I mean, and, and the stuff that's coming from the Israeli, I watch all kinds of different, when I have a chance, I watch all kinds of different uh, television programs from all over the world. And Israel is claiming that these people, there was 150 to 112, something like that, and, uh, that were dead, shot dead by Israeli troopers that were going to, like they were, you've seen, we all seen it in the past, they were commandeering one of those uh, food aid trucks. And it's, you know, it's fairly, it looks like it's fairly, uh, it's kind of like organized chaos. People jump up on top of there and throw food down and stuff. But the, uh, the Israelis thought they were being threatened. They were being threatened. Yeah. Imagine, like, what in the world could they think that they was going to threaten? Right. Uh, yeah, sure, they're young That's men right. and everything. But what, was rocks? That's right. That's right. That's why if they were running away, they would have shot him down just as well. Because they were threatened. You're absolutely right, Daryl. You're nailing oh, yeah, I mean, Right. And there, and there was, like like I say, 150 dead so far, but there's probably going to be more. 750 injured. I mean, how many bullets did it take to do that? It was like pure right. target practice. And for what reason? There was no way they were going to be threatening. Do they, do they think that these people they're, are that dumb, that they're going to attack Israelis? It, it happened, Daryl, because they're starving as a consequence of Israel's policy, the blockade. And when there's a food truck, they're going to go after the food. That's only human nature. So that gives them an opportunity to, sh- to shoot them all down because they're being threatened. You're absolutely right, Daryl. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, and that's not the first time. They've, they've done that before. They've shot a few dead, but nothing like this. This is just a pure massacre. It's all over. I mean, there was this one story that, that pretty much like, capitalized everything. One guy apparently got a sack of flour or something like that, and he had it on his back, and he was shot. And he happened to fall on the on the uh, on the other like on the on the bad side of the flower, I guess you could say, facing the Israeli troop. And he was shot again when he was on the ground. He's still alive, though. He's he, and there was confirmation of this. So that if that doesn't give you an indication, I mean, what about that that pure that little girl six? Uh, what was this about a month ago? That six year old girl, I mean, that was in that car for two about two hours, and she was calling the. Uh, Palestinian Red Crescent for help, and they finally sent an ambulance. And the Israeli snipers and what have you killed the ambulance drivers. And then when they came right. near the car, there were people. There was a little bit of movement, and they they didn't ask anybody there come out with your hands up or anything. They just they just like Bonnie and Clyde, uh, the 1934, just peppered the car with with bullets. Shoot first, ask questions later. There should be an Israeli soldier beside that term. Yeah, Daryl, oh. you're calling it like it is. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, it, the Israeli troops. I mean, how in the world could they ever think they were threatened with all their bombs and their drones? Apparently, there were even tank uh, rounds being th- thrown at they've, these people. They've, they've, 
They've got their orders, Daryl, which are to kill as many in as short as time possible, and they're following up to that T. Right, and you know, the Israeli press is saying that these people were trampled to death. So that's why I think there should be a new name for that country, and Layla might like this, Islael. I think Is-Lyle. that would be a better... Yeah, Islael. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. seen drone footage. I've seen drone footage of this thing, and it just looks like there's a lot of ants running around there. And then all of a sudden, I guess, they start running away because they're being shot at like like somebody, you know, anybody would. But, I mean, the Israeli press is, you would think they'd be a little more objective. But, man, oh, man, they're as bad as the, uh, you know, as Netanyahu and what have you. No wonder the, the Israeli people, I, I don't want to say too much. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what, Layla is amazing when she calls. The stuff that she says, I wouldn't dare say yes. half the stuff, because we live in a semi-totalitarian country up here with free speech kind of question. It's not as bad as Europe, but I love her calls, yeah. and uh, it's just wonderful to hear her. I wonder what she has to say about this. She must Her teeth must yeah. be just mashing when she sees this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Daryl, this is a terrific call. A final, final thought? Final thought. Well, Layla, yeah, yeah, I just want to say that that's a great call that she makes, and Paul, and there's a lot of great callers here, and Paul in New Jersey. Yeah, you, you got a lot of great callers. Uh, it's my first time calling you, uh, Jim, and uh, glad. Yeah, nice show. Thank you very I'm much. I'm glad, Daryl. I look forward to your next. Thank you. Rick in Arizona. Join the conversation, Rick. Yeah, that was a couple of great calls you had yesterday with Layla and Paul from New Jersey. Now, unfortunately, Dr. Fetzer, I'm going to go along with that guy that says Biden or uh, uh, Bibi wants to bring in Donald Trump. Because the evidence is overwhelming that would pass in a court of law. I mean, it was Donald Trump, Dr. Fetzer, that cut off the foreign aid to the Palestinians. And then when, when, when the Democrats came in, they reinstated it. I mean, I don't know where you're coming from when you can't see the evidence that Donald Trump is the last thing these Palestinians want to see. And I, you know, I just can't see why you can't see it. I would say it's curtains for these people if Trump comes in, and that's when the, the real liquidation will happen. You can't liquidate them right now because there's too many Democrats involved with this that uh, they're afraid that uh, Biden could drop the hammer on them. So they got it. Look, at, I'm just saying is I believe what Layla said about Donald Trump two years ago. Okay? I think Donald Trump is the death, is the, is the bell that tolls for the Palestinians. Thanks for taking the call. Oh, hey, Rick, yeah, you can hang around. Uh, well, I sure hope that's wrong. I mean, my interpretation is when Trump is just, you know, keeping his friends close but his enemies closer and saving Israel for last, uh, I sure hope you're wrong. Do you see any other prospect on the horizon for saving the American people, securing the border and all that, Rick? I mean, where do we go for help? Who's going to be our savior? Well, currently, since the Jews totally have a net thrown over this country, the only possible chance would be Bobby Kennedy. But even so, even if he gets in there, the, like, like Layla said yesterday, there's one Judas that's got all these Judases around. Trump is just walking into the swamp again, and I think it's going to take a lot of time to change anything. I think it's... Thanks, Rick. Rick, we're on the break. Thanks very much. Great call. Great call to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up 
with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, no. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, you know, I mean, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. Picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been Lives in a dream, waits at the window Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door Who is it for all the lonely people? Where do they all come from? All the lonely people Where do they all belong? Lauren in Ohio, join the conversation, Lauren. Hey, I was just going to remind Tom, too, if he'll call in to RBN, I will help his wife out. I'll send him some stuff, and I won't charge him anything. Just try it. You'll like it, and you can fix that. It's not what you think it is. So if he wants to call and leave his number, um, I'll give him a call and help him out. Um, With regard to the illusionist Trump is a good guy. 
It's an illusion. It's to get people to say, I'm going to go with Trump because look what they're doing to him. Just because somebody's being attacked doesn't mean that what they're saying is a good thing. And Trump, a lot of the stuff he says does not fall in line with the Constitution. So I get it where we're trying to do this, the lesser of two evils, but there's live the things that work and work in life. And then there's evil, which is the polar opposite, L-I-V-E versus E-V-I-L. The devils come to kill, steal, and destroy. And when you do things outside of the way that this system is set up to work, that's what God's rules are. Whether we believe the Bible or whether we believe in God and Satan, well, the Satanists that are attacking you, they believe it. They, they, they're the ones that took you Jesus out of school, baby. So, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And you were saying the other day that they can't prove the existence of God. Oh, contraire, my friend. Nobel Prize winners. And I can't remember... Uh, uh, I, I want to say Bruce Lipton and another guy, but uh, I might have the names wrong. But no, there was a Nobel Prize awarded for the proof of life after death. You can look at the weight of a soul. It's 31 grams. Same 31 grams leaves the body like a breath of air. It's plasma, and it goes at death. So a 400-pound guy on a scale, a newborn baby on a scale. Same 31 grams leaves when that death happens. So... And you're an, an energy being. You are not this flesh. So the energy that you are came into this body, has an opportunity in this space for this time, and then moves on out. Just like you didn't start in your mother's womb. You were, you were a spirit. You were, had a body knit together in the womb for you to inhabit. And when you die, you leave that body that you had. It's a coat. It's not you. So... That's like, anyway, um, the other thing is we were talking about Lakeland's family. Lakeland's family gets nothing, okay? Because for Lakeland's family to get something, they've got to rob their neighbors. I'm not going to pay for their dead child. I'm sorry that it happened. What I would suggest is white people, black people, red people, brown people, I don't care what color you are. Are you standing by paying taxes while they're using your money to import these people into your country to kill you? Well, that's your fault. That's not the Jews' fault. That's not the blacks' fault. That's your fault. Because you're still bending over and taking it. You're giving them your money. You're giving them access to your children. You're doing a lot of whining and complaining. I get the bitching. I get it. I know how it feels good. The question I'm asking is, does it move you forward in your life? So I could complain about the schools, or I could homeschool my children. I could complain about the food, or I could go over here to these Amish farmers and get me a cow, a whole cow in the freezer, okay, as opposed to shopping at the globalist corporate stores. You beat them by taking your energy from them and putting it where you want it to go with no middleman. It's like the vote. Pen, paper, in the local voting district or establishment. Counted there in front of the people. No computers. No waiting a week or a month. Or half a year with hanging chats. None of that. It's one plus one is two. It's done in public. So we as the people, it's our fault. Why at this point, with all this voting irregularity, has nothing been done from the Republicans or the Democrats about changing the voting back to pen and paper, show your ID, and then you can't have all this, you know, mail-in votes that last the month. I mean, we're stupid. We're being pimped hard. Well, what do you think a killer's going to do? Because you're weak and stupid, the killer's not going to be a killer? 
He's not going to prey on you. He's not going to rip your guts out. Because that's what they're doing when they're killing your kids. They're killing the tourists. They're raping the babies. And, and all these people, white, black, and other, everybody's standing there talking about, well, we need to vote. We need a new. Okay, well, you keep waiting to vote. You keep waiting for that. And you're going to look up and you will be like the Indians. And I'm talking about smallpox and blankets to 200 million down to 2 million. I don't know if you understand what they've done to you with that COVID shot. If you took it and 80% of Americans did, you're, you're dead. Now, unless you do something to deactivate that weapon, that's what the Johns Hopkins reports from, it's called SPARS 2025 to 2028. 80-page document, read it. It says in the third year, yeah, they'll figure out what we did to them. But we'll say we didn't know and we're confused. And by the time they sue, they'll be dead. We'll just keep it out of court. And they'll all be dead within five years. And that's what the Chinese are saying. Oh, don't worry about the Americans. They've been, they've been shot up. They've been vaxxed. They're dead. And now you see it happening. So what I'm saying is we have to stop complaining and stop looking for somebody else to do something. The immediate thing you have in your power right now is where your energy goes and who controls it. So keep your energy. Trade with your neighbors. Plumbers, hairdressers, farmers. I'm looking at local people. I'm working with local people. That's how we take the money. Thanks for a great call, Lauren. A great call. I'll say more about it after the break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti white, 
anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. comments on philosophical aspects of Lauren's remarks where she has strong opinions and argues for them successfully, meaning she presents strong defenses, not that she's therefore always successful or always right. None of us are. But the fact is, when you start talking about souls and the like, we're in the area known in philosophy as metaphysics, about claims for the existence of things that may be impossible to prove one way or another. I know uh, as a, an assistant professor at the University of Kentucky, my first appointment, I attended a physics symposium where the speaker was arguing that he didn't know of any differences between souls and electrons. And I was compelled to observe that, well, electrons have detectable effects on, you know, photographic plates and the like, but souls do not. And it's interesting, she made the argument about some difference in weight. I take it between bodies after a person deceased and while they're alive, if there's a difference in weight, and that in and of itself would not surprise me, Yep. I wouldn't attribute it to a soul. I would attribute it to the difference of having oxygen in your system and permeating your body and and not having oxygen in your system permeating your body uh, on that order because, you know, you, you probably all heard the question, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? Well, similar, how many souls could you aggregate in any single space? Uh there are no known properties detectable as souls or of God as a transcendent entity or of the force, to take an example from Star Wars, or even of karma. You know, a lot of us believe in some kind of justice, and I think it's would be simply terrific if there were an afterlife where the unjust met their fate and the the just were rewarded, but it's impossible to discern, to detect, to prove one way or the other. That's why when you come to these classic theological questions, every expert, I'm talking about all the rabbis, the priests, the ministers, and so forth, are in agreement. These are articles of faith. They're not things you can know. 
You cannot have empirical, observable, measurable reasons. And, of course, for that very reason, the, the fact that Lauren was making an argument about some sort of weight difference between being dead and being alive is interesting because it would suggest maybe there's a measurable difference, but it's between being dead and being alive and whether the soul souls have anything to do with it is an entirely different question. John in Colorado. John, join the conversation. Yeah, good afternoon, Dr. Fetzer. This love the show. I love the caller, especially Peter in Los Angeles. He's really into it, what's going on. You know, you wonder why he's still there. I don't know if he still has to work or that, but, you know, how he's going through all that and uh, keep going. Uh, Lauren, love Lauren, love um, um, all of them. They got something good to say. I mean, Tom gets excited on stuff, but he brings out, you know, with his true heart, he's what he's saying. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, Lauren, some of the stuff Lauren, you know, he has never heard thought about something like that, but it does make sense, especially in the end, you know, if you, you could still trade with your neighbors here and get, you know, like better food, cheaper stuff, you know, can't deal with local bank. There is no local banking around, but if you do something like that, you can still bartering or that. It's still possible to get around what's going on and stay away from the big, uh, yeah, corporate stuff that's going on. But, uh, it's it's really it's just to listen to these people and get an opinion. I wish I I sometimes you know as much as I've been reading as far as I stuff like the Spotlight, American Free Press, the Barnes Review as far back when they started in the seventies and the nineties they changed still into all kinds of interesting information you get out of that that uh, you know you'd like to you, I can't you know wish I could write more letters of the editor I just don't think about it when the time comes when I'm going to say, but I still like to keep involved. An interesting thing, this goes years back, he's talked about Jewish interests. They were talking about, in California, just example, there were some of these synagogues who talk about stashing weapons in their basements and all this thing. Then they had up in the mountains these, these secret training camps for defense and fighting resistance against, you know, the, the uh, clearing us the bad people and that. Nobody would have known that. But that's why I read those things. They wrote about it, and they know at least in there. But like I said, fair and balanced. Like I said, they're, 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 they're not talking about both sides. Like Spotlight said, no, we're doing the other side because the other people aren't fair and balanced in the place. So you can listen to them, get their view. You can listen to get the other side. That's what I like about that. And people like RBNU and all the talkers get the other side. That's what I like. And especially you're, Dr. Fetzer, you're, what you've learned, what how smart you are, and all the things you talk about. There's something I never even knew happened or existed, but I like that. So thanks. Thanks for doing that and keep it up with everybody else that comes in. They all got something good to say. It's nice to tune in like this every day as much as you want and listen to that. So I appreciate that. That's super, John. I very much appreciate all those comments. A final thought? Um. I wish I could think. I, I can't think losing names in that. Uh, Kevin, Dr. Kevin Barrett, that's the one I couldn't think of. He, well, his other side, you know, the news about the uh, other side with uh, Arabs and Israel and all that. It just, you know, like I said, you're listening to the other side. I got a quick question. I don't know if you're aware of this. My wife is into this. You're watching channels. It's on uh, YouTube or that. I don't know if you re- heard of the uh, 
like Channel Lingo of the Royals. They got all these commentators and biographers that talk about, you know, what the Royals are going through, especially King Charles, uh, Prince William and his wife, and the big thing about Meghan and Harry and all the back and forth, you know, what's wrong in that. But they, they kind of, Meghan and Harry is the big thing. That's all they talk about. They don't talk about Charles, really, or William. But like Charles, I guess he, he, he got cancer now really bad. But he, you know, he just said he's a billionaire. Why did he need to be a billionaire? He's taken care of by the, you know, paid by the British government, all that. Why does he need his billions? You know, they, what and what, what influences he have that they don't talk about. Yeah, the royal so my, my family opinion. is among the most wealthy in the world. Yeah, good, good, good stuff, John. Thanks a lot for the call. Okay, have a good Dan, day. Take care. Keep, you, keep going. You too, my friend. Dan in Washington, join the conversation, Dan. Hey, thanks. I had some good points uh, before I got a migraine headache from Lauren. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no evidence of 200 million Native Americans. Uh, they estimate about 2 million in North America. And as far as the smallpox blankets and all that crap, that's never even been proven. And I, I don't have a problem taking tax money and giving it to people whose families are killed by illegals. So, you know, I, I don't have a problem taking money who control, but from people who control the natural resources of the country, like the Rockefellers or Bill Gates, and, and or the Chamber of Commerce who lobbies for open borders. I don't have a problem taking taxes from them to give to people harmed by what they're doing. Uh, and, I, and I would just say libertarianism is the most Jewish philosophy there is. There's nothing Christian about it. So Christianity actually teaches to take care of people around you and uh, live in a community. But anyway, uh, I agree with Rick. I called about Sebastian, but real quick, I agree with Rick in Arizona. I, I don't know. Jared Kushner called the Palestinians pathetic when in Trump was in there, and Trump did the whole Abraham Accord, so to, to think that Trump is not going to be harder on the Palestinians is crazy. Um, but uh, Sebastian from Sweden, your guys' call is a good call, but I would just tell him that, uh, you know, the problem is not Muslims. Uh, NATO, NATO is using diversity as a weapon. Diversity is a weapon, not a strength. And they're using basically non-white immigration. If you're going to stand up for Sweden, you got to stand up for your race, the Swedish people, or being a Viking. You can't just say Muslims, because they could easily just replace those Muslims with 100 million Hindus, you know, 100 million Chinese, South American Christians, so... The whole anti-Muslim thing in Europe is being pushed by Zionist Jews who basically trying to get Europeans to hate Muslims so they side with Israel. Um, and, and you have all these right-wing politicians like Sweden. Uh, you got this Kurt Velders or whatever, and he's anti-Muslim. You got the Le Pens. And they're all basically NATO shills, you know? And none of them are actually... 
sticking up for their race. They're just anti-Muslim. And they they want to have laws like ban the headscarf, all these stupid things that aren't going to stop basically the white genocide plan going on in Sweden. So uh, I guess other it's a good call, though, but, I, you know, the, the anti-Muslim thing is obviously a, a, a NATO thing, and, and they use the anti-white immigration in Sweden to get a right-wing reaction, but that the problem was I remember these right-wingers got in there, and we all thought they were white nationalists or Swedish nationalists, and then they vote to join NATO. And uh, so that's where that stuff goes. You know, if, if you're anti-Muslim, then, okay, you're going to elect people that join NATO, and you're going to be fighting with Israel, you know? so. Dan, give us a, give us a final thought for today. Yeah, I just, I just, people troll. When white guys get together and defend our interests, if a lady's black and Indian wants to call in, why why not call Al Sharpton's talk show? Al Sharpton's got a radio show on mainstream radio in Chicago. Call that show and say race doesn't matter. You know, race isn't important. All this kind of crap. I, I, I don't like being talked down to by non-white women who feel like they have the, the right to call in and talk down to white guys, you know. It's it's no. trolling. It's what they call trolling. You know, you're you're trying to you're trying to screw up the rhythm of the show. And, and some you know. call it freedom of speech. Dan, I appreciate yeah. well, diversity and points of view. It's something I relish. Thanks for the yeah. call. All right, Francis, Francis, Francis in North Carolina. How are you, girl? Hello, young man. I'll tell you what, you've, I, I was going to wait till tomorrow to call in, but you've had a really interesting array. Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, first off, to begin with, I, I, Layla blowed out the water Wednesday, yesterday. Uh, I had to applaud Lauren. I mean, again, she blew it out the water. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, she's attacking this, she's attacking that, and so forth, and... Uh, down-treading and so forth at nauseam. But you know what? If, if she makes people think and it gives them a headache, maybe they need the headache because that means that they're actually thinking about uh, or taking into consideration what another human being is saying. I don't care what whether they're purple with yellow polka dots. I wish to hear what they have to say, period. Okay? Now, aside from that situation, um, I can only imagine how much... Layla has probably been in tears after hearing about the fact that a lot of the people, I, I would say, are the original Israelites. I don't, refer, I don't think of them as being Palestinian. And a lot of people probably have an issue with that. They, well, guess what? Uh, you have a human brain. You're an adult. Think about it. Uh, the fact that they're being brought to a central focal point to get food, and then what does the Israeli uh, military uh, due to them, start mowing them down, shooting them down, either maiming them or even t- ending their life and using the food as a bloody bait to do that. Now, I don't want to know what kind of a deity or God they follow because i tell you one thing, that's not one worthwhile that I'd even bother wasting my energy or time on, period. 
that is reprehensible, irresponsible, and a disgrace. Now, someone's going to say, well, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, let's see. I've been around for a number of decades. I've been exposed to different religions, different uh, faith backgrounds and so forth. Don't come here telling me what I do not know. If you come up with a better idea, I'm all ears, sweetheart. Uh, in fact, when I was in my younger years, I actually dated someone who was referred to as Hasidic uh, Orthodox Jewish. Now, yeah. that's one uh, tradition or culture of the Jewish background I've been hearing about that I have not heard of is Hasidic. Now, they tend to have the interesting uh, gear as far as the hat, the pants, the whatever, the dress hanging down the side of the face, wearing black and so forth. And men are highly revered and such that men that are not Jewish cannot get uh, past them. But let a woman come in contact or approach a group of them, they will stand back because they view the woman as filthy. Pure filth. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is, yes, I've heard this thing about that, uh, that when they have sex, they use a sheet with the eye uh, holes or whatever have you and so forth. I don't. I wouldn't put it past them to do that tactic because, for one thing, how do you know it's actually a woman that they're having sex with? It could be a young <laughs> child, you know? So when I hear the good, thing about... Good question. Uh, good question, Francis. I mean, give us, give us when you think about yeah, the pedophilia that's coming out and the, uh, uh, the uh, disembodiment of children's bodies and so forth, just for the so-called elites, which I refer to as a bunch of spoilt brats, for that matter, that are using anything and everything pervert and perverting it from its innocence uh, in society to the point that they are turning the everyday person against each other. The so-called elite, the spoilt brats, are turning people against each other with their sexuality, their race, or excuse me, their ethnicity, and their religion. They don't give a rat's testicles about what people do in their everyday life. They want to start fires in between people. And they're succeeding, and people are giving it to them. And people need Francis. to snap out of that. I've mentioned this Francis, years ago. thank you. Thank you, thank you. I've lost track weekend. of time, but I got, I got four other callers standing by. Thank you, though, Francis, very much. We got Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, give us a shot. Thank you, Jim. I actually, this isn't what I was calling about, but I'll do it quick. Um, in Genesis, after I heard Lauren um, that, that the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul, and I believe in the resurrection of the dead. I don't know what other people believe. All sorts of stuff happens to people when they die. What I know is I actually saw my father's spirit leave his body, and I was I'd slept great, and I'm like, wow, look at that. That almost looks like a soul leaving his body, and then he got the death rattle. So it's pretty cool. Um, so what I was thinking, though, and the reason I called, I actually had to get off and do something for a few minutes of your call. But when I came back sure. on, the gentleman was talking about the Palestinians and um, yes. Donald Trump and company. Um, I actually believe Donald Trump to be exactly who he shows himself to be. <laughs> the egocentric person he is who cares nothing about anybody but himself. And he'll be in it for himself. Remember, the first yeah. person that visited him after he came down that elevator was Benjamin Netanyahu. 
And one of the things I was reminded of recently, because I actually had made a phone call down to Capitol Hill, and even said something about Golan Heights, if the Palestinians still actually, that's part of their land. And then I discovered that, no, actually, that was part of the Abraham Accords. They actually gave up. They took the Golan Heights back away from Palestinians in those Abraham Accords. And look at everybody involved in that total Zionist. And I can't stand Jared Kushner. I mean, just what a weird man. Uh, you know, talk yeah. about somebody who appears gay to me, but what do I know? Um, I just, Jill. Um, but the other thing is James Bamford's book, Spy Fail, you know, part of the Mueller report that's still redacted actually has to do with Israel's messing with and manipulation of the Trump, um, you know, election in 2016. It wasn't the Russians. It was Israel that first came up with Guccifer 2.0. Yeah, did the Russians get involved? But yeah, and I think I think Russia, I, I think Israel controls the Kremlin as much as anybody. I mean, I don't trust the Israelis in any way, shape, or form. They have nothing to do with the Israelites of way back in when with the northern kingdom that was the Israelites and the ten tribes, you know, and then you had the southern kingdom. The other thing is there is a book called Understanding Zionism, and I believe the woman who wrote it, her name is Perez, and in the chapter that explains, like, you know, some of the things about um, Zionism, I would de- I would have definitely covered more anti-Zionism and why. But it's a good explanation and understanding of all the different aspects of Zionism and the historical, um, all the stuff behind it. And I appreciate you, Jim, and I thank you very much. And just, folks, remember this weekend, there are going to be rallies and things. I know here at the Israeli embassy, and remember the officer who, who killed himself the other day in front of the embassy um, in support of the Palestinians, you know, when he set nice. himself on fire. Nice call, and nice call. I would just say compare the four years you had under Trump with the three years you've had under Biden and ask, what, were they different and which did you like better? I'll I'll actually take today because those tax cuts didn't do me a damn bit of good, but they sure helped the wealthy. uh, And and you you can't trust Trump. Trump is dead to his word. He lies. Lynn, you didn't like the closed borders. You didn't like the energy independence. You didn't like the surging economy. You didn't like the fact that... There's nothing about Trump being in our White House that I liked. Nothing. Okay. He has no redeeming Thanks. qualities, in my opinion. Got it, got it, got it. Alexander in Canada. Alexander, join the conversation, though. You don't have much time, friend. Go for it. You see, so I just want to make a couple of points. Um, I agree with the Mr. Rick from Arizona about the Trump, that he's going to um, supporting Israel. But see, sir, you have to understand, like, he was completely pressured to move the embassy to Jerusalem. And, and, and see, sir, uh, um, the last caller said that and Netanyahu welcomed Trump when he won the election. But, but see, guess what, uh, Lynn? Netanyahu stabbed Trump in the back because, see, when, when, when Biden won the election illegally, uh, uh, the first guy to congratulate Biden was Netanyahu. But, see, sir, I do agree that uh, Biden is better, uh, Trump is going to be better than Biden when it comes to the, especially the domestic policy, immigration, uh, energy uh, laws, and stuff like that. But, see, sir, so, so, um, 
Uh, I, I want to also make a comment on Lauren. Again, Lauren, she she doesn't know what she's talking about. She said, oh, don't blame the Jews. But these are who, who, uh, who made the policies that, that, that are being implemented right now in, in, uh, and that we're all suffering from. Like, 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 to give an example, look at the LGBT that, that's in the schools. Who made that? It's, it's not the Muslims. It's not the Catholic Church. It's not the the, the Hindus or whatever. It's, it's, it's them. This was done by the, by the ADL, by, by, the, by uh, uh, Planned Parenthood, which has nothing to do with parenting. They're the ones who pushed it in the schools. Now, see, look, uh, uh, she, she said, okay, t- take your kid out of the schools and homeschool. Okay, fine. I agree with that. But see, sir, she can't uh, overlook the problem that, that this is shoved down our throats by them, that this was all planned up by them. And she says, oh, don't blame them. Don't bl-. Okay, look, who are you supposed to blame then? Like, 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 to get my point? Yeah, good, Alexander. A final thought? A uh, final thought? Um, no, that's it. Thank you. Okay, Tom from Utah, you can squeeze a few words in, Tom, yours. This is for the Trump critics. Uh, you know, Jim, we ought to give a, a requirement that they announce the number of months or years they spent in D.C. himself, or even in their own state capital. You know, 2004, 5, 6, I was in D.C. up to two months at a time each winter. Seven, or eight, nine, and ten. Well, nine, ten, and eleven, I was there two months every time. I got to be, be with every senator, every representative, Barack Obama once, Barack Obama twice, as a president, and so I understand the, the, how to say, the cabal, the threats that these poor guys go through, when when I say poor guys, I'm kind of giving them a little bit of credit, but you need to spend time in D.C. before you criticize it. Tom, I want you and Renee call in early tomorrow, and I'll get you both on the air. Meanwhile... Spend as much time as you can with your family, your friends, and people you love and care about. We do not know how much time we have left. Thanks for being here. Tom Bolton for EaseOff. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.